Is it something I said? I've been holding on to a lot of anger towards you. Or maybe something I did. You are very menacing. I just want you to know that. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, March 17th through Sunday, March 19th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Ben Affleck has shot down the possibility of him directing anything from James Gunn and Peter Safran's slate of new DC superhero movies. Gunn tweeted in December that he had spoken with former Batman actor Affleck, quote, precisely because he wants to direct and we want him to direct, with the filmmaker adding, we just have to find the right project. But Affleck has now said in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, quote, I would not direct something for the Gunn DC. Absolutely not. He clarified, I have nothing against James Gunn. Nice guy. Sure, he's going to do a great job. I just wouldn't want to go in and direct in the way they're doing that. I'm not interested in that. Affleck will, however, appear as Bruce Wayne slash Batman in The Flash, which hits theaters June 16th. In celebration of the kickoff to her Eras Tour, Taylor Swift dropped four previously unreleased songs last night at midnight. Three of the four tracks are new versions of old songs, Eyes Open, Taylor's version, If This Was a Movie, Taylor's version, and Safe and Sound, Taylor's version, the latter featuring Joy Williams of the Civil Wars and John Paul White. The fourth track is a brand new song called All of the Girls You Loved Before. And this week, we kicked off our coverage of the 2023 Emmys race with exclusive previews and first looks at five new and returning shows that are hoping to be contenders this year, including Succession, Pete Davidson's Bupkus, and Fatal Attraction. And it's also been whodunit week at EW, where we've been taking a look back at the best detectives in movie and TV history, oral histories of our favorites, including Clue, and a lot more. You can see all of that at EW.com, which of course is where you can get more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. Well, last week, Friends and Frenemies returned on our number five pick, The Blacklist. And it turns out we haven't seen the last of them. I need you for a job. A hidden fortune worth hundreds of millions. There's a homicidal maniac on the same treasure hunt. I'm in! <laughs> we gotta celebrate. After saving Vesco in the last episode, Red turns to him for help in stealing a dead financier's fortune, but they have to get through a bunch of clues first. And they aren't the only ones after the money. An assassin is after it, too. Enter the task force to protect it for its rightful heir. See who gets the money on the new and 200th episode of The Blacklist, Sunday night at 10 on NBC. Better Call Saul alum Bob Odenkirk is back on AMC for our number four pick this weekend, and he's lightening things up, though not all the way, in the new comedy drama Lucky Hank, a writer's blocked professor at a small Pennsylvania college who is stagnating his way through life, winds up stirring up trouble when he tells one of his students what he really thinks of his writing. Spoiler, he doesn't like it. 
That sets into motion a series of events involving his position as the English department chair and relationship with his wife, played by Murray Ennis. And turns out maybe it's just best if he doesn't talk. Here's a preview. Being an adult is 80% misery. This is bad. They twisted my words. Well, that's pretty much verbatim. How did you get like this? Wound stuff just... I'm concerned that I might say something really consistent with my personality. Oh, my God. But inconsistent with a modern college campus. You lazy son of a... Stop it! That's valid. Well, Lucky Hank premieres Sunday at 9 o'clock on AMC, and it's streaming on AMC+. Tariq is ready to get out of the game for good, but his plans are interrupted by a ruthless new connection, and he's forced back into the business along with Effie and Brayden. That is where we pick up on this weekend's number three pick as PowerBook 2 Ghost returns to stars for its third season. In the premiere, it's a new semester at Stansfield for Tariq, while Braden is learning the ropes over at Weston Holdings under his uncle Lucas. Meanwhile, Monet is grieving Zeke's tragic death. Let's take a listen to the season premiere. A suit does a lot for an image, Tariq. But it won't fool the people still watching. Your every move. I mean, I made it this far, right? Boom. Ladies and gentlemen! We want to move out that's exactly how we do it. Wall Street. Ladies and gentlemen! Woo! You think you can replace Mecca? Oh, yeah. We have now, if I don't see a profit, there are consequences. Who is this? We got to move this product or we all dead. I got it. I'm in charge now, so about to look different. She's coming after all of us. Where the love go? We have to tell him about Lauren. We're taking that to the grave. What do you want, Tariq? I want the truth. Well, sounds like that fresh start is going to be a little more difficult than Tariq was hoping for. In addition to Michael Rainey Jr. as Tariq, season three stars Mary J. Blige as Monet, Woody McLean as Kane, Berto Cologne as Lorenzo, and Lavelle Adams-Gray as Drew. Here is a clip of the Tejadas from the premiere episode. She's looking for Mecca's killer, but we held that down. Nobody said shit. Ah, we need to take this Noma out. It's not going to happen based on what I saw. Well, I am f***ing with anyone connected to Mecca. Pops, listen. Okay, I negotiated for us to get enough product to take over the entire city. We pick up right where Mecca left off. You betrayed this family with Mecca. Why the f*** would I make that mistake twice? Look, I want it out. And we still f***ing here. Y'all figure this out. Mo. I ain't gonna jump just because you say jump. I don't know what to do about Monet, but I will talk to Poppy. He will come around. Who else is going to be working with us? PowerBook 2 Ghost airs Sunday on Stars at 9 o'clock, and it's available to stream on the Stars app. It's trivia time. PowerBook 2 Ghost is a spinoff of the OG series Power, and there are two more shows in this universe, but which of the following is not one of them? Raising Canaan, Chi-Town, or Force? 
Stick around for that answer, as well as our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. If you aren't following what's going down with the cast of Vanderpump Rules, you are missing some of the best drama on TV right now. To get you up to speed, Ariana just discovered in real life, present time, a couple weeks ago, that her boyfriend, Tom Sandoval, has been cheating on her for months with Raquel. So the show went back into production to capture the aftermath of that for the current season, where on recent episodes, Raquel is still going through it after breaking up with James. She's also tried making out with Katie's soon-to-be ex-husband, Tom Schwartz, and she's trying to have some fun, we'll say. But on the latest installment, while on a girl's trip in Vegas, the others, namely Katie and Lala, are taking notice of Raquel's behavior. It is our soundbite of the week. I'm starting to see a pattern in Raquel. It seems that she's only interested in men that her friends are either married to or interested in. And that is a big red flag for me. I, I will say this. You asked me. I, I totally punted him to you, said you go for it. I will say you drinking. I would never trust you around my man. Never. I mean, like, thank God you don't have a man to, like, in her What? Oh, my God, Raquel. Amazon saw the current reality of toxic fandoms that harass, swat, and hurl death threats at anyone they please, and were like, let's make an even darker story about obsessive fans. Enter Dominique Fishback as Dre in this weekend's number two pick, Swarm, which is definitely a play on Beyonce's Beehive. Now, Dre is consumed with thoughts of Nyjah, a singer whose music videos are so theatrical and conceptually dynamic, like something straight out of the Lemonade album. Now, no spoilers, but something happens in Dre's life that propels her on a cross-country journey that involves murder and the dark side of fandom. Here is a bit of the trailer. You're a killer bee. Part of the swarm. Talk about Nyjah. He gets done. They are not your friends. Those are some crazy ass fans. This is feeling a little bit sketchy. You know, I always knew you were gonna be something. I was like, she's so weird. You got a spare in the trunk. No! You got a dead body in there or something? <laughs> 
Well, all episodes of the limited series Swarm, which was co-created by Donald Glover and Janine Neighbors, are streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. They say lightning doesn't strike twice, but Shazam is back for a second round and this weekend's number one pick. Zachary Levi returns as teenager turned superhero Billy Batson in DC's Shazam Fury of the Gods. This time he's got the entire shazam behind him, but he's also facing off against two formidable new villains, Daughters of Atlas, played by Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren. Have a listen to the trailer. We are a dwarf. We won't annihilate everything. Champions of this realm can do nothing to stop us. You are very menacing. I just want you to know that. A lot has changed in the last few years. The wizard gave me superpowers. And then everybody got superpowers. Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, here's the situation. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. The daughters of Atlas are coming to hunt us. Children stole the power of the gods. You ripped it from our father's core. Okay, I feel like maybe I should be writing all this down. It was the power's child. Your world will not survive this. You want these powers? Come get them! Hey, Khaleesi! We have one job to do. Save the world. I don't know how we fight powers like this. I can't do this. Take my powers back. You gave them to me so you can take them back, right? I spent millennia searching for a worthy champion. You know exactly what must be done. Billy, what are you doing? I have to do this. We end this now. Yeah, we do. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Well, EW recently caught up with the cast for our Around the Table video series, and Mirren and Lou opened up about how much fun it was to break bad. Here's Lou talking about one particularly high-flying stunt. The secret to riding a dragon is to just go with it. <laughs> it's like when a horse canters, you just have to like, sit back and let it take you, and the same thing goes with a dragon. <laughs> Except it could be a little bit more spiky. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Just saying. saying. But I I really, it was the first time they really used this um, mechanism. It was very exciting for everybody. And um, the the way that it moves and the way that it can shift in space was the secret to how this animal could, this creature, this mythical creature could come alive. And so um, another another film was going to use the same mechanism after me which I think was Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. So I felt very honored breaking it in. <laughs> and boy, did I break it in. Training it. You trained it. I've got the, uh, the scars to prove it. Well, you can see Lou take flight and face off against Zachary Levi in theaters. Shazam! Fury of the Gods is playing now. Trivia. 
And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, which of these shows is not a spinoff in the Power Universe? Raising Canaan, Chi-Town, or Force? Well, there is a show set there, but Chi-Town is not the name of one of the shows. Tommy Egan left New York behind for Chicago, the events of which we see in Power Book 4, Force. Well, that is our show for this weekend. We will have more news and musty picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great weekend. This episode of What to Watch was written by Devin Kogan, Dan Sneerson, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio. Written and produced by Ashley Boucher. Hosted, written, and produced by Jared Hall. And executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch. 